0: recorded this is the red ticket blues podcast i am brian buckley this is being recorded on november 7th 2017 yes election day did you vote did you tell everyone you voted did you get the sticker did you put it on social media did you tell everyone how many years in a row you voted for did you tell everyone who they should vote for it it is the one day where everyone does something that everyone has the right to do and then they actually like and half the population does it and everyone feels so fucking entitled uh we'll get but we'll get to voting stuff later but, uh, yeah, so here we are, and, uh, it's starting to get colder, even here in Northern California, going back east later this week, and it's starting to go really cold, so I'm not looking forward to that, I have a little bit of a cold as well, I think my brother-in-law gave it to me, I'm not sure, but, um, a little, little, uh, if my voice sounds a little different, a little stuffed up, a little sinus e y. Girardi, Seve, um, What else? Sore throat. I'm giving you all my symptoms if you care. We still went. We went around. We went to a Point Reyes National Park this week. If you've seen all my pictures on Instagram and and Twitter, just like the people that vote, Uh, you'll see it. It's a beautiful place. Had some fun. So good times. Good times for all. Um, So here we are. Here we are. Baseball's over. Sad face. What do you do? Remember when they asked Rogers Hornsby, what do you do when baseball season's over? I stare outside and wait for baseball to begin. Something like that, right? Kind of is that way. As time goes on, baseball seems to be the only sport I really seem to really pay attention to all the time. Because I, like Jesse Spector, am no longer watching football. That's actually two weeks in a row I haven't watched any football probably has a lot to do with my brother in law being around and we're going to do stuff. But the reality is we didn't actually, uh I didn't watch any football. I, I, it's really come to that. I have not watched anything at all. Uh, I think I may have walked by a bar again and seen some things, but I wasn't walking my dog like Jesse Specter. Um, I'm sure some people are like, why is he paying so much attention to Jesse Specter? And I, I don't know. There's something about that guy that really pisses me off. I don't know what it is. He's the total fucking eunuch Twitter that I talked about last week. That They'll just say stuff. Baseball is fun! And 37 retweets. Everyone's like, look at me. I retweeted something that said baseball's fun. It's like, oh, God. What, it be? seven years old? Anyways, but speaking of baseball, it's over. The World Series is over. And, yes, the Houston Astros are the World Series champions. Listen, they they, they, they have their ups and downs throughout the year. Mostly ups. Uh, I guess their downs probably looked more... Uh, Profound just because their ups were so high. This just sounds like something fucking Francesco would say. Bink, bink, boom, boom, you know, zip, zip, all that. So, but their highs were so high though. Uh, and the Dodgers, their hitting fell apart. And the pitching. From the, the Astros, the the Mortons and the the McClellans, not so much the Ketchels, the Keichels, but the, the Verlanders. I'm doing the S's like like my uh, like my old friend. Uh, is he like dead now? In the sense where I, when they block you, my late friend Jack Curry, or am I the late person because I'm the one that's been blocked? I'm not sure. But they put it together, and George Springer, the Connecticut boy, which obviously Arod didn't have a lot of notes on him because in the post game he was just saying the guy from Connecticut, huh? <laughs> The Connecticut boy. It's like yep. Forty-nine other states you could have picked there, A Rod, but you got the right one. That's where he's from, Connecticut. Good, good job, A Rod. In the in the post games, he has so many notes. It's it's unbelievable they showed how many notes he had and how there was nothing in front of Ortiz's face. But Aaron has so many notes that he tries to be so articulate. Like Carlos Beltran joined there. He's like, oh Carlos, I, I know you broke in the Royal in with the Royals in 1999, and you know this team was uh, you know going the sabermetrics route uh, based off the the book Moneyball by uh, Michael Lewis. He actually said all of that. It's like, dude, you went to Baseball Reference or Wikipedia and just highlighted this shit and. Printed it out, brought it here, and read all this stuff. It's like that's good to be articulate and detailed, but you're you're reading it just like like anyone on a computer screen would. Moneyball by Michael Lewis, which of course is pen and Publishing, as we know, which came out in 1997 and uh, was the hit number one in sports bio you know, not sports biographies, but you know what I mean. Um, what else? There was a uh, there was I'm trying to, I'm trying to read my notes here. They're so terrible. Um, uh, let's see. So you had. I didn't like the way that they did everything at the end of the game too. I mean, the game itself, I, I could re- sit here and review the game. The Astros jumped out of such a big game seven lead that the really it was kind of a boring game. And then afterwards, you have everyone sitting down there, and they're on the field, of course, and they 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 would bring a player in, like they bring in uh, George Springer. And they're sitting to him, and then they have like a guy in waiting, as if like. This is your moment to talk to the media after you're the MVP or whatever. You're a star on the, the World Series winning team. And every one of your teammates breathing down your fucking neck like the music on uh, Frank Sinatra at the, uh, at the Grammys or something. They should, they should, they should just play like the, the Fox Sports, uh, Fox MLB baseball music to sort of just say, All right, George, your time's over. Here comes Carlos. Just, just play it there. Yep. There we go. There we go. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Yep. Thank you, God. The whole deal. Your wife. Your mom. I wish was here, you know that. All right, Carlos, come on in here. All right. Get Verlander and win. It's what a fucking. I, what do you? I, Assembly line of bullshit. There. I don't know. I didn't like that. I didn't it really. Wasn't that big of a deal to probably some people. They probably didn't even notice it. To me, it bothered me. Carlos Correa. They, they, you know, the, the whole the the, the 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 proposing. It's cute for like two seconds. But come on, man. We know you're gonna get married. Like, way to make it about you, huh? I mean, you and Daniela Rodriguez. Way to make it about you. Two young rich people. What a move, though, huh? Twenty-three years old. You're about to be the one of the faces of baseball, and you wanna you wanna get settled down. <laughs> There's a big field out there, my man. You just blew it, big time. What what is with these guys? Chris Bryant's like 21. He just got married. Bryce Harper. I don't know if you, no, I think he's got a girlfriend, but still, like, what are you doing? We can criticize Jeter for a lot of things. He did it the right way. He played the game the right way, and he played the field the right way. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, another brisky. Okay, so uh, baseball's over though. Um, I guess oh, I'll miss it. Again, I'm not watching any baseball. I mean, excuse me, any football. So, uh, what else did I want to say? The Swisher is an idiot. Uh, I the fact that he is employed. He is vomitous. He makes me sick, Nick Swisher. It is so fake. Like, if the enthusiasm were genuine, he's so fake. Like, there are guys that just won the World Series that are so more subdued than he is when asking a question. So, tell me what happened when you did Well, I mean, we played a good game, you know. I get a glory be to God, and you know, we we made all the right moves, you know. We got the big hits at the right times, and you know, some really uh, pivotal pitching there, you know. Stop, stop some big rallies, and you know, and uh, you know, it was really a great win. We won the World Series. What is this? Like, oh, God, stop it, man! It, it, it's not funny at any level. Like, there's no one that could be like, even if it was a child and something, be like, mommy, what is wrong with that man? He's insane. I talked about Vince Scully, well, that's the World Series, and uh, yada, 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 we'll get to the Yankees in a second, I wanted to mention, since I already mentioned Vince Scully, you know, we all loved him last, <laughs> it was only a week ago, right, he threw out the pitch and the fucking, whatever, theatrics there, uh, oh no, my arm hurts, I'm gonna call it a fucking closer, uh, let's bring it, oh my god, it's Fernando Valenzuela, it's like one of those like cheesy fucking sitcoms where they're just like, oh my god, wait a minute, we're, we're playing in New York city and, and, and this is Yankee stadium. And we're, we're at a Yankee pizza place. Wow. What that's, what it's, this is so great. If only we could meet the captain of the Yankee, like Derek Jeter walks in. It's like, Oh my God, Derek Jeter, what are you doing here? Oh, I always hang out in the Bronx. Just like in that Nike commercial. <laughs> what am I talking about?
1: <sighs>
0: Anyways, um, <laughs> Vince Scully, uh, you know, again, we loved him last last week. He he was he was great. He was great. And this week, you know, this this video, this this scandalous video come, video comes out that says he's not watching the NFL anymore because of the protest. Now all of a sudden, our 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 fucking god of baseball, the saint of baseball, people are like, done with him, out. Oh, never knew, I never really liked him. No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. I'm not done it's, how typical of an old white man to have this have this opinion. It's like this is what's wrong with society. You can s- love Vince Scully and still disagree with his opinion on the kneeling at the same time. It's it is possible. It is it is totally possible. I swear. Imagine that concept. Imagine that for 1 second. Think about it. Sit down. Sit sit down. Are you sitting down? Vince Scully. Oh, just a darling of baseball you are the wind beneath my wing. How the fuck did they allow him to sing that song? Uh, but just imagine, you know, 60 years, let's get the positives. 60 years in baseball, you know, I was going to say doing a bunch of jobs, but no, it's been one job. He's been fucking awesome at it, and he's great, and as I've been told, you know, the only time I ever listened to Vince Scully was falling asleep on the East Coast listening to Dodger games like on the radio just as something to fall asleep to it. And a lot of times it had nothing to do with the fact it was Vince Scully. It was just the fact that I had access to an MLB at bat, and it was the only game on. So I have listened to Vince Scully. I'm fucking better than you, all right? And I don't need to build a shrine and fucking talk about how wonderful he is every day to get more followers on Twitter. In fact, I talk about how awful he is to get more followers on Twitter. You're doing it the wrong way, just anyways. But now he says this, and people hate him. It's it's so funny. It's so funny how people are snap reaction. But I wonder how many people will actually remember next year when he like I don't know does something. He throws out the first pitch. I'll tell you what. He better not die soon because you know the last thing before you die sometimes is eh. You don't want that to be a uh, part of the eulogy. You want you want that to go away. I mean, unless you're Jose Fernandez. I mean, obviously. You're not getting rid of that one. Oh, Jesus Christ. They're getting, getting brutal here. Speaking of uh guys, uh, you know, players with 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 machinery. It sounds like possibly uh Roy Holiday may have been killed today, former Phillies and Blue Jays pitcher. Um <laughs> He was flying a plane. Apparently this isn't funny. I'm sorry. I'm reading Twitter. Uh apparently a plane matching his was – Flew into the Gulf of Mexico. Probably by the time you read this, you'll know if it was him or not. But uh, I see Twitter, and it, it's it's not funny because someone obviously died, whether it's Roy Halliday or not. But you see, you see everyone over Twitter, please don't be Roy. Please, no, 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 anyone but Roy. It's like, you know what? If you have a personal relationship with Roy Halliday, I get it. If you know the man, I get it. How the fuck does it matter to anyone else on Twitter? Oh, someone else I didn't know died. In in something that no one and never had effect on me, oh, don't be Roy. Be some other person with a family, please. I hope it's them that died, not Roy. <laughs> it's like, oh jeez. I, I I know people aren't thinking that way, but it still it comes across that way. That that that's all I'm saying. Oh. The other baseball news, I know, boy, talk about living in the past, old middle-aged white man, cisgender. It's November 7th, and we're 12 minutes in here, and I'm still talking about baseball. The other thing was Joe Girardi gave his exclusive interview, um, exclusive interview with, uh, let's see, oh, with Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic, who, I guess his, he's part-time writer now, part-time defending The Athletic or advertising for it, something like that, right? That That's his agenda now. Uh, but he gave some interview which I didn't read. I, you know, I I, heard, I was told it was beautiful. Twitter said it was amazing. So, if they said it was amazing, and obviously it was, he was very, you know, he. I, I got the highlights of it. You know, you know, he, he caught him off guard. He really wanted to be there. So it sounds like, like I said in the last podcast, it was mutual. It seems like definitely more the Yankees. Obviously now at this point that they were the ones that said we need to go in a different direction. They said that they are they're doing some sort of like little studio uh thing in a sense that they're going to interview people then they're going to give them to a press conference they're going to feed them to the you know to like the wolves the lions and the coliseum of the christians and say hey here's the new york media meet them you know that that, that we're going to see how you handle which you know obviously honestly isn't the worst idea in the world it really isn't i think the mets did something like this a few years ago and they asked for questions from people on twitter like to ask the, I, yeah, obviously he, I don't know why any, anybody of any sort goes like a major, like serious corporation. Something goes to Twitter to get like actual questions. You are going to get the most vile, disgusting questions that you'll never be able to use and all it does is fucking embarrass your campaign. So I never understand why, why. but, uh, the big news, uh, obviously Girardi's no longer there and they still haven't picked a candidate. Everyone's on their pins, pins and needles. Will they hire a rod? Oh, they totally should. Shut up. God, you guys are so fucking boring. So fucking boring. And then when they run oh boy, who'll be the boring one now? Who's the wild man now? Rudy, um, <laughs> Girardi. Uh, so the athletic and Michael Michael K. I guess wanted the exclusive first anything. Uh, and then he said that he went to the athletic. And he, I, I don't wanna, I'm not going to bore you with the audio because it's long. That's that's the issue. If I had little snippets, I'd play it, but I'm not going to. But he says, you know, he basically spit on the face of every New York, you know, beat writer that he's dealt with the last 10 years. He's telling them, basically, I don't like you and you were mean to me. So I'm going to go here. So, I mean, this is all Michael K's head. Maybe it is. I, I don't know the nuances of all this shit. If he has a right to give fucking Joel Sherman a sit down. I mean, is that really necessary? I mean, do we, does it matter if that? Or if it goes to the athletic? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You tell me. You tell me. All right. And then. Michael K. said, must have thought and said, all right, well, you know, all right, here's the print interview. I get the audio interview. Nope, goes to Francesa. And Girardi was pissy about that. I guess uh, he asked for the radio interview. Girardi said yes. Then the agent called Michael K. back and said that they have an exclusive contract through December with WFAN. So Girardi was pissy that Girardi couldn't call him and tell him that himself instead of his agent. I kind of understand his his grief there. I don't know if it's anything to uh, go nuts about. Uh, and what happened was it, it's it's pretty despicable that Kay actually called Mike Francesa yeah he called him
1: hey, Mike in the Bronx what's up Mike I don't know how to say this without just being blunt you're lying I'm lying about what <laughs> oh uh, that's oh so uh, I, I thought the guy was telling me I'm lying Ted and
0: how to say this, but you're lying, uh obviously he didn't call, uh but anyways, uh I, I just wanted to go go, <laughs> just wanted to play that. francesa is also losing his mind, by the way, uh he did one of his one of his bits the other day where he talks he equates humans to horses, some i I, I turned on, I was actually driving, and I was like, oh let me let me listen see what Francesa's up to. it's near the end, you know, I want to hear the last shows and I have my brother in law in the car, and he's probably thinking I'm crazy listening to sports radio in the first place and So I put it on and he just goes into this ridiculous horse race call, and then he goes on forever and ever and ever, and then he gets into the bread and butter where he starts talking about horses like human beings.
1: talked all the time he sits next to me at Saratoga, also I know the horse very well as well mm-hmm. as I know any horse right i've always loved the horse i knew she was in overhead but yep. i always have done well with her so i played her that right, day right. and i didn't make Did a big win. I,
0: I love the horse i know the horse all of that all of that so but I, I i actually i actually livened the show up a little bit yesterday yeah i called Francesca and i asked um about the girardi position i mean are they going to go a different way i mean they're going to go internally externally i first asked you know are they are the the bench coach and all these guys, I mean, the, the whole staff there, the coaches, are they still there or did they get rid of them? And then I ask a follow-up question to see where, you know, Mike, Mike's head is about this.
1: Which I think if they lose him, that's a big loss. I think, it's a, I think he's really good. I think that would be a big loss. But, Brian, my understanding is, first of all, third base coach Ray left. Secondly, they all were given the right to talk to other teams. What are what are the possibilities of maybe a combo of like you and A Rod in there? Yeah, somehow I don't see that happening. I really don't. But thanks. But I, I somehow I just don't think it's gonna. Happen.
0: Okay, so I have to admit, I want A Rod to be the coach. If it's a dual thing like Tebow and Sanchez, you know, go back and forth. I mean, no one has the set position. You know, you know, manager by committee, basically, right? Something like that. So, anyways, that is baseball. That was uh, Francesa. I'm gonna miss Francesa. He's he's uh, out of his mind. But uh, the end is near. So what can I say? Did you see? Also, staying in baseball here. Twenty minutes and still haven't done anything other than baseball. Um, they're gutting Wrigley Field. It looks like. It, it, I hope all you Cubs fans enjoyed that championship after a hundred and whatever years, eight hundred and eight years. They are destroying what Wrigley Field is. They already did in the past few years. Now they are ripping up everything. They are putting sweets in there, and the the artist rendition. Have you ever seen a good like artist rendition of of anything? Yeah, you look at it and go, oh, that looks nice. And then you look at it and it's just like, oh, God, really? What is this, Mayberry? Look at the shit. Really? Everything's going to be so perfect. Father and son, hot dog, no beer, soda. But hey, there's beer everywhere. And it just, I don't know. You have Fenway and, and Wrigley. I mean, those are those are relics, and they're relics for a reason. They're awesome. Both of them are awesome. And you just... There's one thing to, uh, you know, modernize things a little bit or to restorate things. There's another thing to change it. They do not want to change the venue of that area because it is prime time is right next to I mean, You can't get any closer to the subway than than Wrigley field. I don't think you can. And maybe the old, maybe the old Yankee stadium was maybe, but you know, you know what I mean? So the death, the death, we'll see what it looks like. They did an overhead view. I saw them busted coverage. Um, an overhead view of it and saw that, like, all the seats ripped up. I mean, it looked like they were taking apart the old Yankee Stadium. I mean, it looked like shit. But give me those, uh, give me those sweets, because we, Instagram needs those photos of a bunch of girls who've never watched baseball while they Snapchat and fucking whatever, man. We need that. We need it bad. Uh, By the way, those, uh, Mike Francesa clip of the horse brought to you by Back After This, which is formerly Funhouse on Twitter. As if you didn't. know. Uh, I guess we'll go to the NBA here. I see Mark Cuban and Draymond Green are bitching and moaning. Uh, two people with loud mouths. really don't need to hear, hear from either of them. But uh, Draymond Green, yeah, you know, we're going to go the social uh, justice activist route. I don't think you want Draymond Green as your spokesperson. He says that they should take away owners as the titles of teams and make them chairman. Because uh, owners are implying that people own them. I think they own the team, the entity, not the actual individuals themselves. And, uh, you know, Dr- Draymond Green's an asshole, basically. I'm trying to sound like all fucking, you know, I was going to say educated. But, uh, you know, anything like that, I, we, we, I don't need to hear from Draymond Green. I'm going. So, Excuse me, you're no longer the owner. Oh, I don't own this. Are you a business owner? No, I'm just a chairman. Well, who owns it? Oh, nobody. Because I don't own these employees. They're my friends. They're my peers. They're my equals. I'm not the owner. Not everything's about slavery. I'm sorry, it's not. There are things that are about slavery, and we should make them about slavery when they are. But when they're not, they're not. Stop it. Dremont Green makes like $20 million a year. There are modern forms of slavery in this world, and they are prevalent. Professional athletes in the United States of America are not them. (laughs) My God. Anyways. Uh, and there's another thing I wanted to, I saw, it's totally random, I don't even like giving the, the Ball family any attention, cause now I'm sure they're happy, you got the Red Ticket Blues attention, you happy Lonzo, Lamar, and Lamelo? I hate any family that was, that does that, oh, we we all have the same letter in their names, <laughs> oh, that's Tommy, that's Timmy, that's Todd, that's fucking Ted, that, that is not cute at all, it's actually psychotic. I don't know why people do that it's very it's frightening it, it's not cute at all oh did you see that they, they all start with the same letter <laughs> wow. like what does that prove that you're an asshole good job probably a shitty parent too yeah i'm taking shots at everyone and uh let's uh, and so oh where was i going with this the big baller brand i saw that ucla student ucla ball whatever his name live LeGin, it, it it was something that uh it was like an uh hype uh I was gonna say hypothetical. What's the word I'm talking thinking of? Uh, hyperextended. Now you do that to your body. Hyf- uh, hyf- hyphenated. I don't know. I think it's an apostrophe. That can't be hyphenated. Whatever the ball is there, he was caught stealing stuff. Stealing. I, I guess this is sort of a breaking story. Uh, goods something from a store in China. Also, I saw Phil Mushnick talking about how uh UCLA and Georgia Tech will play in China. Uh, You know, because that's what they want to see, college basketball, right? And college basketball players, I mean, they're they're student-athletes. I mean, obviously. We can all take time to just go fucking around the world to play a basketball game. Nothing like reinforcing that stereotype, huh, Mr. Mark Emeritt? Dr. Mark Emeritt of the NCAA. But uh, I can't can't see – is that what big ballers do? They steal stuff from stores? Is Winona Ryder a a big baller? You guys watch Stranger Things? Like, I just finished season two. I I saw the first one when it first came out. I'm not a sci-fi guy. Um, but I got into the first season, the second season. I don't, I don't know what it is. Maybe the sci-fi is just taking over. It's too much that so I can't deal with it. It got too corny too. Yeah. You know, I, I won't spoil, excuse me, something spoiled there. Uh, I won't spoil anything, but, uh, you know, they need to, if they're going to do more seasons, they need to bang them out quick because these kids are getting too old and no longer cute. We'll put it that way. Yeah. I don't need to see raging hormones and stranger things. I'll leave it at that. And finally, we'll end it where it we'd be in, voting day. Yes, it's it's a day that is, uh, it's something that's told to us to do, to sort of scare us, to make us feel guilty. People died so you can vote. You know, uh, children are starving in China, so eat that food. No one's, you know, no one's starving anywhere else. It's always China. Was, was there a point in time when they were like the you know most uh, what's that, the dire country in the entire world that that became a slogan? I mean, maybe I do need to do more history lessons, I don't know. but It's funny that uh, voting... A lot of people, whether you're Republican or you're Democrat, they will shit on this country and they will shit on the tenets of the Bill of Rights or whatever it may be. 364 fucking days a year. But on that one day, that one day, November 7th, that second, well, maybe not November 7th, that second Tuesday, November, they all want to exercise their American civic duty. And that is to vote. Now, if you even get 50% of the fucking people to do it, that's great. But today is the day. When your shit no longer stinks, that you can go out and tell everyone who you think will do the best job for your rights, your status, your position on things. Now, I want to go back to the day. First of all, I want to go back to the day when they decided to give out those stickers. I want to know what that conversation was like. Was it like, hey, since you don't need an ID in some places or minimal, this obviously it varies, uh, should we give out these stickers because we'll know who already voted? Or is it something like, well, you know, they took time out of their day. They took off, you know, they didn't, you know, shovel food down their throat and on their lunch break and decided to, you know, vote instead. Should we give them this nice sticker? And, eh, you know, the other person's probably like, oh, I don't know. The sticker, is that really an added incentive? We Is that really a, a way to monitor who voted or not? Yes, it may be, it may not. But people are assholes. People are full of themselves. People will love to tell others that they voted, but they didn't. What do you mean? I mean, they won't have to tell people. The sticker will do the talking. Woo! Light bulbs go off everywhere. So, let me ask you. Did you get your your sticker today? Did you wear it to work? Did you stick your chest out a little more? Did you put it on social media? Did you tell everyone how important it is to vote? And I know it is. Like I I get that it's important. I voted before too. Look at me. I I didn't go around telling everyone about it. Look at me. I voted. People people died to vote. You know, people died. I wonder how that sounded. Do do you think they talked about that on the battle on the battle lines? You know, like storming the beach at Normandy? Do you think they talked about we got to do this for the right to vote for fucking Johnny Snotnose and fucking Margaret Crotchrotch? Crotchrotch crotch. Whatever. You get the point. It sounded like this, goddammit. We're here, Omaha Beach, take out these Nazis for the world and for the people of the USA. And their right to vote. What? Yes, while it was a core of the Revolutionary War and sole representation, it remains the same today. And to kill Nazis, right? Yes, and for that important vote in 75 years where some politician will decide on who uses what bathroom. What? Yes, we need to pick a politician who will ignore all other possible solutions and vote solely on their thoughts. I don't understand. Bathrooms? Stuff to understand. Just like the wage gap theory, which doesn't exist. Oh, you mean the myth that women make more money than men uh, for doing the exact same job? Yes, because if it were true, why would every corporation just hire all women? It's a good point. Let's kill these crowds for the USA and their right to vote. God damn it, bless our troops. If that's the way they talk about, you know, when they're facing fucking, you know, the enemy, if that's what's on their mind, God damn it, we don't deserve them. They're, they're too good for us. God, I did, did you like that? Was, was that awful? Or was or is that, are you still, have you like uh, completely deleted the podcast subscription by then? <laughs> hey, shoot or shoot, what can I say? Uh, seeing on Twitter here about Roy Holiday. Now you have the other people white knighting, I guess coming to the I guess being a little more uh, profound kind of but from what I said earlier it says whether it's Roy Holiday or not Roy, whether it's Roy Holiday or not someone died in that plane crash. It's terrible either way. Boy, you know that that's and that is Dan Buffa. Buffa Buffa radio host. Radio host Uber driver in St. Louis. Good for you. Um yeah, greatly stated. He has the right to do that. They die. Someone died either way. It's terrible. Yes, yes. Because if it, if it wasn't Roy Holiday, I was going to go there and fucking start cheering. <laughs> and then WFN trades Jared, a friend of the podcast, quote tweets that not true. It's three times more terrible since he played Major League Baseball Adding in the Cy Young trophies. It's really bad. <laughs> I hate to be joking because it's not funny, you know, if Roy Holiday. Somebody if Roy Holly, I was about to go right into it, If Roy Holiday, well, if it was somebody else, eh, well, I mean I might go buy some fucking beer, some cigars, you know, fucking drink myself stupid, pass out on the floor. I mean, then that's when the fun starts. So So uh, I think that's a podcast, right? <laughs> I encourage everyone to go out there and vote. God damn it! They're on Omaha Beach talking about it. Don't let them down. Don't let me down. Remember, you can uh, listen to the podcast, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. But remember to leave a review. And uh, if you haven't yet, then uh, I'm, I'm disappointed in you. i am just dis—I'm more disappointed in you in that if you than if you didn't vote. It's that big of a deal. Now everyone can go back to hating the United States. Afterwards, Democrats can go and say Republicans are ruining it, or Republicans say the United States used to be great before the Democrats ruined it. But that one day, that one beautiful day on voting day, everyone loves the right to vote because people died for it. Remember you can follow me on Twitter for uh, all that shit at Brian 13 at RedTicketBlues. So with all that being said, I want all of you to go out and vote. And uh, you know, by the time you actually uh, by the time you actually hear that you won't be able to vote anymore, probably, but
1: eh, eh, Don't let me down. In this of part of the city when the sun refused to shine people tell me there ain't no use in trying. You're